Welcome to Critical Encounters, a podcast about Marvel Champions, a living card game by Fantasy Flight Games. Here we take a look at the most critical piece of the game, the encounter sets. We'll discuss those poorly understood characters, unfairly labeled villains, and their various plans to shape humanity and benefit the planet, as well as those so-called heroes intent on thwarting them. I'm one of your hosts, Steve, and joining me tonight is Mustafa and Daniel. How you guys doing? Good evening. Good. Great. Hello. How are you? Hey, uh, Mustafa, I have a question for you. Yeah? What's on your mind? You know, Daniel, I'm thinking I cannot be defeated. I defeat all men. Mm. That what is a from... quote. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what that's from? Uh, nope. Is it, is it Marvel-centered? No. Oh, no? Okay. It, yeah, I'm out. It's uh, Ivan Drago. Oh, oh man. Sweet. Nice. The villain in Rocky Four. Rocky, I was gonna, say, yeah, because Rocky Three was Mr. T, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, and this will feature, I think, in this podcast at some point, because I'm gonna compare Ivan Drago to our subject. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So, Steve, what are we doing tonight? So tonight we're taking a look at our first villain, Rhino. This will be a two-parter. Part one will focus on Rhino and his schemes, and then part two will look mm -hmm. at the rest of his encounter cards. Awesome. And you know, before we look at the cards, we'll, we'll have a side scheme, part of our, our segment, the side scheme, with uh, you and Mustafa played a game. Yeah, so we, we, got a, we got a game in on TTS. We played against Rhino with the Doomsday Chair encounter set. The hardest one from the core. Yeah. yeah. And I had, not, I had not played against the Doomsday Chair before because it always looked too scary. Um, <laughs> so we thought, you know, we'll do it. We'll, we'll give Rhino all the help he can get. Yeah, we also used all of the Critical Encounters homebrew rules. We should um, probably remind the listeners what those are. Every card in the standard set has a boost icon, even if it's not printed on the card. We put in the we played Expert, so we had Expert cards in the set. The Guard keyword also protects elite minions. Never came up. Nope. And there's a fourth one, too. <laughs> <laughs> but I, he used it. We used it. Yeah, I'm sure you used it. I can actually only remember three myself. Oh, so we cannot cancel. We're not allowed to cancel Shadows of Shadows the Past. Shadows of the Past. Yes. That's right. Never came up. Okay, good. That might be our our most critical of our, oh, our homebrews. Boom, boom, boom. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. I love that it can't be canceled on Shadow of the Past. Tell, how did it go? I, I assume that uh, Rhino emerged non-victorious. He had as much chance of winning against Captain America and Black Panther as did... <laughs> Ivan Drago in Rocky IV against Rocky. In yeah. fact, I think Ivan Drago had a much better chance uh, because he actually hit him a few times. Well, we like to focus on at least a few good moments that our villain had in this segment. So, okay. anything? We did get Modok out twice, several times, three, so, times, three times at the very end. Times that's right. Three nice. times he came out against me every time, and I had Black Panther's obligation steal away one of my uh, upgrade cards because I was exhausted and I couldn't do anything about it. Yep, you never assembled the full suit throughout the whole game. Right. Wow. I mean, as an aside, I think I love it when Black Panther takes protection because he feels like he has to defend and then his obligation hits him and he has to go home and do his state thing. <laughs> and do his state thing. Yeah. That's true. Um, yeah. And the one good part, I think, was when uh, Rhino almost killed you without us realizing he was about to do that, right? He went down to one. I had, yeah, I had one hit point left. And the only reason I had one hit point left is somebody else gave me Honorary Avenger, giving me one hit point. Right. 
that was the, the captain. That was the first card I played. I, yeah. I, yeah. And that was all it did, actually. I never got into Assemble. Um, <laughs> so it was your first time playing Captain America, though. Correct. correct? Yep. And yep. I played it pretty badly. Oh, I think it was fine. Yeah. We. I mean, again, I think Rhino was uh, didn't have a chance because even though we were not playing optimally, we never felt challenged. I never really felt like it was a huge challenge. Uh, that that one that yeah except for that one time we didn't really even see that coming really what happened did he attack you twice is that how he went down to one he might have uh yeah yeah, there might have been an assault there now when we get into rana's backstory you'll find that someone saying we didn't see that coming has never been associated with him (laughs) just uh just so you know (laughs) all right so uh yeah so here we are we're talking about a villain for the first time and when we do this we're gonna we're, we're not three, you know, like, geniuses and fountains of wisdom about the Marvel Universe. And so we have to research who these people are. Like, I learned a lot figuring out who Rhino was. And, um, Tell us. Well, I will, I will. But first, I'm going to say, like, so I've been teaching, how, like, storytelling and how to write stories and all that for decades and decades. And, like, the best stories have an antagonist that is somewhat sympathetic in some way. Would you agree? Like, yes. you got something you can kind of relate to, or you're like, okay, I understand why you do what you do. Right? You know what I mean? Correct. Yeah. So, Rhino's backstory, I think, turns him into that sympathetic character, and I think the hero should think about it when they beat him up. Like, they should really get a better understanding of just who is their punching bag. Okay? So, his is a history of kind of being exploited by more powerful entities who didn't really care about him in any real sense. Do you guys know what his real name was? Because he's no, not, he wasn't born as Rhino. Oh. So think... uh, that's a surprise. Mustafa, yeah. you, you brought up why Ivan Drago may, may matter here. What, what's his yeah, name? Yeah, I, I mean, it, you want me to read the show notes here? Well, or you, you should have committed it to memory that his name is... <laughs> Alexei Sistevich. There it is, Alexei Sistevich. And guess what he wanted to do in life? He had one goal in life, and that was to bring his family to America for a better life. That's it. That's all this guy wanted. Well, you know how some people, they're kind of luckless, and one thing leads to another. This opportunity missed. That opportunity missed. Well, there's only one way to pay the bills once he got here. What do you think that was? How so many of us had to do it. A life of crime. A life of crime. A life of crime. Now, Alexi's not, he's not a genius. He's not, you know... One of those villains that's like a master tactician or anything like that. So he basically became a thug for hire. And that was when his being exploited by other powers began to really take effect. He was a really big fella, like a giant guy. And some scientists, because they assumed he wasn't very smart, they thought, well, he'll be easy to control and we're going to try out some tricks on him. And so he was kind of seduced by that promise of power, money, you know, thought he could really do better for his family. And he... He basically allowed himself to be experimented on. This is kind of like freaky and gross. But you know that suit that he's wearing in the cards? Yeah. Yeah. It's actually like grafted onto his skin. Like oh. it's not like a suit so much. Like he can't so take he it can't off. can't take it off. Oh, right. Boy. Like how do you, I mean, imagine that. Imagine that. Kind of like Wolverine's claws. Kind of, yeah, right? How does he shower? Like, how, I mean. How do you just go to the grocery store in that? Exactly. <laughs> what? <laughs> This guy's got limited options. Yeah. So um, anyway, it wasn't very long that 
Rhino realized the suit gave him all the power that he really wanted, and he was like excited to have it, and not really thinking about it because it's not really his way. He's not like the forward-thinking kind of guy. He rebelled against the, like the overlords who tried to control him, and he went his own way. Uh, he kind of lacked the intellectual chops to be his own man in the criminal world, and he's mostly renowned in the comics for kind of getting into dust-ups with Spider-Man. And Spider-Man actually is a genius. In fact, if you look at Peter Parker's card, what does it say? A genius. It says he's a genius. So <laughs> Peter Parker figured out how to basically melt the suit off of him, which again, think about that. Like, that sounds horrific. Melts the yeah. suit off of Rhino, leaves him kind of defenseless, and then uh, Rhino goes to prison. Then we have the common theme that most of these people don't stay in prison very long. He escapes, and guess where he goes after he escapes? Uh, right back to the folks who made him. He becomes a upright citizen and starts working for Rudy Giuliani. Mustafa, you are close <laughs> for who he works for. He's no longer an upright citizen. Steve, what did you say? Uh, he goes right back to the people who he went to the first time. Yeah, he goes. he's like, you know, things worked out better when I had those scientists or whatever. And so he falls in with him again. And this time they give him a better suit. But first they like juice him up with like a zillion tons of gamma radiation or something. So so it's a suit now, I think. If I'm understanding the research, it's more of a suit. It's not his skin anymore. But now he's super strong because he's, like, jacked up on radiation. Because, as we all know, kids, radiation makes you stronger. It really does until it... Gamma radiation. Until I think it kills you, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, so nearing an end to his story, because I guess his story will never end, right? Because here he is, living on forever. But... All his criminal stuff, all the rhino stuff that he was doing, somehow his family never knew about it, right? And so then they, they discovered didn't the weird skin. Yeah, the weird wearing. skin graft or whatever. But like basically, once they discovered who and what he'd become, their disappointment and grief led Rhino to seek a way of ridding himself of the suit and his life of crime forever. So he's trying yeah. to atone. I was right. Yeah. He 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 wanted that, but it never worked out. And like I'm telling you, every time you heroes out there, punch Rhino in the face. I want you to think about this. He wanted to be better, tried to do good, and it almost worked, but then his wife passed away tragically and suddenly, and his anger and his resentment from that and sort of a lack of purpose anymore drove him back into the criminal underworld, right? Like he, his emotions, he just, he just he lost it. Grief, overcome by grief. So I think that's really sad. Oh, that's a yeah. downer. That's a downer story, right? So no wonder he just wants to charge at things and knock them over and, like, that's who he is. But anyway, what is Rhino doing now, you might be asking? In the, in the, in the Marvel Universe, what's he up to? Well, he hangs out with Dr. Octopus as one of the Sinister Six. Okay. There you go. That's, that's Rhino. Oh, and he's a lot, he might be older than you think. When do you think he first appeared in the comics? Like 1947. When? I'm just a wild guess. That is not crazy. Not a crazy guess. From what I could tell, it was like 1966 was the first time. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say in the 60s maybe. Yeah, yeah. And there's been like a couple rhinos. But this was by far the most interesting one, I thought, as I was researching. So that's rhino. Any thoughts? Any questions? No. Well, we do see, um, it's interesting, all the interactions that he has with Spider-Man and, Mm -hmm. you know, him knocking his suit off. We see that in all the card art for rhino in this game. His side scheme has Spider-Man in it. His charge, stampede, all those cards have Spider-Man in it. Spider-Man's web kick has Rhino in it. Right. Right. So, yeah, we he's definitely a, a staple of the Spider-Verse. There ah, it sounds like sweet. Yeah, and when you open the box to play your first game, 
you take out Spider-Man versus Rhino. Yep. Huh? Right? So that's kind of cool. That's like yeah. the designers like doing some work. I appreciate that. I do too. I think they uh, they really paid attention to a lot of this detail, even though it's hidden under the surface. If you look close right. enough, you'll see it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Scratch a little bit and there it is. Should we talk about Rhino and his schemes? Yeah. Now that we feel bad for him and now that we understand that we shouldn't really be hitting him. Well, right. but when you have to as the heroes, <laughs> I guess this but is what you? you're going to face. Yeah. So I wonder if in Rhino's story, if he had just successfully completed one of his criminal schemes, Spider-Man hadn't gotten in the way, he could have gone, been with his wife and family, led a good life, and just, you know, right. not fell in with these scientists a second time and all this Doc Ock stuff. Yeah. The heroes are just let him be. Just let him be. I think you're right. I think, like, the map of his life is sort of one missed opportunity, one luckless incident after another. Yeah. You know, like just being manipulated by smarter people. Well, look, there are your line villains and then there's the master villains and somebody's going to be the line villain. So it just had to be him. He's kind of the quintessential one of those, I think. (laughs) I would say he was cut out for the job. Yeah. Like, do you realize how we should talk about this real quick? Do you realize how Spider-Man figured out you beat him? No. Nope. Well, Rhino can't actually turn when he charges. So he's essentially <laughs> like a T-Rex. Just like a real Rhino. Aren't they supposed to not be able to turn? Yeah, I they think charge? they can't either. Right. And so basically, once you figure that out, you sidestep, and then the rest, I think, is pretty easy. <laughs> See, that seems like a major tactical weakness. Right. No, no matter what level of villain you're going to aspire to be, you need to be able to turn when you're charging. Yep. He yep. just... Straight ahead. That's it. Now, right, granted, so if we... you happen to forget to move, it's painful. Yeah. But yeah. But yeah. Spider-Man Most are going to run away. Yeah. yeah. So should we remind our listeners, the five or ten of them, I guess, um, <laughs> however many we're up to, um, that we're not going to finish Rhino in this one. So oh, that's right. Come back Thank for you. the second one. We're just going to do Rhino this. One. Yeah. Rhino One. Yep. His main cards and his schemes. So let's just dive in. You know, in Marvel Champions, there's villain cards. And if you were to rank them in the food list, this would be like the cabbage soup of all villain cards. It's bland. (laughs) It's basic. It doesn't do much, but it'll kind of do the job if you really have to have someone or something. So You need to teach the game to your grandma. Yes. Rhino 1 is your man. Rhino 1 is where you start. Um... (laughs) There's nothing the special on the soup. card. Oh, God. Alexis probably likes cabbage soup. Right? Yes, but, he, you know, yeah. he probably grew up on it. You know, I'm just going to read the text. I'm Rhino. I knock things down. That's what I do. That's who I am. But even that quote is a bit sad. Um, well, it talks about, a, yeah, it talks about like a, a limited worldview and a limited yeah. sense of possibility. You know, now, he does. He does have two keywords, brute and criminal. I haven't seen any cards that key off of those but maybe in the future rhino will get some love from cards that key off of his bruteness or criminality um and then he also has a one scheme and a two attack and nothing special about those he schemes uh a little worse than he attacks which is what you would expect yep uh and then he has 14 life per player i think that's pretty standard as well actually it's high right it's for the Uh, i i feel like claw one is 12. Yeah, but how many right. times do those two points make any difference, really? For Rhino, never. Never, yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah, all right. So 
What changes to Rhino 2 then, Steve? Okay, so Rhino 2. So Rhino 2 is where a standard game is going to be finishing and an expert game is going to be starting. Mm -hmm. So this is right in the middle. So Rhino is unique, which is interesting. It does mean we never get a unique Rhino minion that you could put into a deck playing Rhino the villain, which does make sense. Sure. But I just noticed that now that all the villains are unique. Uh, so he has a one scheme, which hasn't changed, a three attack that goes up by one. Uh, he's brute and criminal, and he has the ability, when revealed, search the encounter deck and discard pile for the breaking and taken side scheme and reveal it. Shuffle the encounter deck. This quote is, out of my way. All right. And he has one more hit point per player. He goes up yeah, to 15. Yeah, 15. I find yes. that to be strange. The like, doesn't more Claw do like 12 to 18 or something? Like, yeah. It just—it strikes me as not yeah, much of a bump. He's still the intro villain, I think. Yeah, so they don't—they're yeah, not they overwhelming. Can. They're teaching you the mechanics. Hey, pay attention. This changed. Yep. So his his ability is kind of neat though, because when you start in an expert game, that means you're starting with a side scheme in play. Right. And we'll talk about breaking and taking when we get down to it. And that can—if you're playing it in standard mode and you flip into it—that can drop a side scheme. So you kind of want to be ready for that when you're playing with them. But even still, it's not the worst. It's not that hard to handle. It does give you that, ooh, what's a side scheme? If it's your first game or you're right. playing it new. so He really helps the young, budding hero wannabe learn how to beat up a villain, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. he does. Yeah. He does. This, and, and we'll throw in a little side scheme just so you can practice thwarting. <laughs> just, yeah. But... Okay, so let's go to Rhino 3. This is where the expert game will end, if you're playing that. And you really should. All right. We'll talk yes. about that at the end of part two. So a little spoiler for you, what we're going to do. Rhino 3 is a one scheme for attack. So I think he's the only villain whose scheme never goes up. And and can I say something? Sure. In a, if, if they wanted to make this challenging, this is where they would have started. At least two. You know, a two attack is, is laughable. Right. Uh, especially for somebody who knocks things down and that's who he is. You know, you're not going to knock a lot of things down with a two attack. You're not even going to make it onto like a junior high school football team uh, with a two attack. Uh, he, is the, attack he is the JV villain, though. Don't forget. He yeah. Is really yeah. The JV. But with a four attack, I think it starts meaning something. Right. A little no, bit. I, I, four attack is high compared to the other villains in the box. That's true. Right? That's what I think. Native yeah. attack is higher than anyone else in level Correct. three. Now, Claw, of course, can get higher and. Ultron's got other tricks, but... Well, yeah, well, Ultron 3 also has a 4 attack. Oh, does he? All right. Yeah, and then he gets bigger with the drones. Yep, okay. So, yeah, let's not Rhino... compare, let's not compare Rhino, those. Yeah, let's not compare those. Yeah, Rhino's right, going to be yeah. an inferiority complex. Yeah. Rhino yeah. 3 has 16 hit points. He just goes up one hit point per level. Uh, but he also, when he enters play, is tough. So he's got a toughness uh, status card. And also, when he shows up, he stuns each hero. That's so like he surprises that. you so much that you forgot to step out of the way of his running straight at you, right? So you yeah. charge that. Hey, in the art, what is he in front of? What's that blue thing? Any idea? Spider Man again? It, Somebody's beaten up, right? It's just some it's hard to see. Some rando. Anyway, yeah. Never talk about art on a podcast. Yeah. Every episode. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's that's Rhino. Rhino one two three. He is um, minimally capable, especially emphasis yeah. is on minimal. Yeah, right. Especially Rhino one is 
sad. But anyway. I think right out of the box, though, it's teaching you. Oh, it's perfect, right? Schemes and attacks. It's teaching you side schemes on Rhino 2. And then in Rhino 3, it's talking, showing you on all the status tokens, right? It's, how does tough status work? How does stun status work? Yep. Perfect um, design, so, really, for yeah. from a teaching point of view. It's great. It is easy. Rhino sadly has a job, and his job is not to win. Right. So I have lost to Rhino in my early days. Really? As a, uh, and it was always on, always on scheme. A, a, a uh, advanced catcher. Yep. Uh, yep. It was always the well. Let's talk about it. it was always the break in happened. So, uh, Mustafa, what is the break in? Okay, so this is Rhino's uh, thing. He is apparently attacking a shield facility. That nope. you know, first of all. Read it as written, Mustafa, please. Rhino is attacking a shield facility. There you go. Thank I, didn't, you. I didn't hear the exclamation. Sorry. Part, really. Yeah. Um, it, you know, if you're gonna attack something, why pick the toughest thing you're gonna? That's gonna be bringing <laughs> heroes down on your head. Attack like I don't know. It is a shield. It is a shield facility, a. not the. Still. So. All right. Oh, there's a D shield facility. Well, I don't know. I assume, right? Okay. Don't they? The one. Don't yeah, they... like the Triskelion, I think, is like the okay, D we're, shield facility. Okay, we're showing we're showing how bad we are <laughs> in terms of tops. comic book. Uh, I'm pretty sure the Triskelion is the shield facility. Okay. At least it is in the movies, right? Okay. All right. Um, but anyway, you don't. You know, if you just want money, you know, attack a bank, or uh, <laughs> you know, Verizon. You know, if you okay, want to make yeah. people happy. Anyway, anyway, let's we'll keep going. Uh, this says um, <laughs> you want to make people happy. <laughs> All right. Rhino one and two are if if you're playing the regular game. Rhino two and three if you're an expert. And then it okay. says you're going to use the standard encounter set and bomb scare, which is the level one, which is the easiest Easy uh, modular set. Yeah. So and, they say. In the yep. Right. The, the interesting thing about this one is is there's only one. And the only thing that happens uh, when he succeeds in this scheme, which isn't very often, is that you lose. Yeah. Uh, so not not a lot of complications. It'll it'll take every turn. So um, so quickly, uh, Musia, read one uh, B because yeah, part of the setup of one A is that you just advance to one B and then. So now it says uh, it gives us a little more detail about what he's trying to do. He's trying to smash through the facility wall. Okay. Clever. And steal a shipment of vibranium. <laughs> First of all, there's probably a door that's easier to smash, but who knows? You must stop Maybe. him. You must stop him. I'm I'm glad you said that one. Um, and it says, you know, it's going to increase by one uh, per player. It starts with nothing on it. And then when it hits seven per player, game's over. Right on. Uh, so it's it's a, you know, slow, steady. You have seven turns before the game is over, barring nothing else happening and that's just a very long time uh for the heroes to stop it um yes but easily. rhino if there if there is a villain that's going to win on turn one <laughs> or two it's it, rhino like it, if you just don't think to yeah yeah if you don't flip you're just sitting in alter ego like it could get bad it could it could it yeah. turns on the boost icons and you know we all know uh, that the standard set uh, doesn't have a lot of boost icons. In it. Unless you're using the... Unless you're using the critical encounters house rules. That's right. Which you should. Which you should. Uh, yeah, right. and then an advance, a surprise advance will will quickly end the game. Um, yeah, I you think could that... technically lose on round one if... You could. The villain, he puts one point on, 
He schemes with a two-boost icon. You draw an advance with a two-boost icon. Game over. That's seven threat right there. Yep. Done. Done. Yeah. Right. It's not going to happen often, but it could. So, yes. Steve, you had mentioned when you read Rhino 2 that when he's revealed, put in the Breakin and Taken side scheme. Well, what's that all about? Yeah, so Breakin and Taken is a side scheme, right? Uh, Rhino is breaking things and taking them. Maybe the wow. best flavor text on <laughs> yes. any card ever. And he's running away from Spider-Man, so... Uh, okay, so it has two boost icons. It starts with two threat, and when revealed, place an additional one threat per player here. And it is a hazard, which means you're dealing one encounter card extra during the villain phase, uh, which will start off with the first player. So if you're in a solo game, there's three threat here, right? So you're going to start off with that three threat. Yep. It's not the hardest to get rid of, but no. you do get that extra encounter card every round um... so you're gonna do this pretty quickly i was looking at this flavor text and i was thinking why would you break things if you're gonna take them <laughs> i was just gonna say not, that moose why, I was not, gonna say yes. that why not take right. them when they're not broken this or, is, you know? this is... or he's breaking other things in order to take, take some other so stuff. other things but no as it reads he's taking Re the things that he's breaking that he's breaking yeah, yes yeah. Now, again we had talked about sort of like he's manipulated because he's not as bright as the other fellas but yeah but yeah, he is in this in this text. He is breaking things first and then running and away with them. Taking them, yeah, yeah. I was going to mention that when we were talking about when Mustafa said, um, "Why is he going after Shield Facility? Right? Why not break into something easier?" Well, if we, as we play the campaign, we discover that he is being manipulated by a much smarter villain. That's why he's breaking into the Shield Facility. Uh huh. That's true. Uh, wow. That's true. It's okay. his backstory. Spoiler wow. alert! Spoiler alert! <laughs> All right, and the final side scheme that comes with him, crowd control. Panicked civilians crowd the area. It is difficult to confront Rhino without putting them at risk. Get the people to safety. And this has a crisis icon, which means you have to deal with it before you can deal with the main scheme. And it comes with two, uh, two threat per player and has two boost icons. Now, Mustafa, do you remember we taught Matt and Diana this? Didn't we? We had had a question about... The crisis icon, and we actually came up with another critical encounters home rule. Remember? Yes, oh, we did. New one. We did. What so was it? The question was: if you have breaking and taken and crowd control out at the same time, can you take threat off of breaking and taken before you take it out of crowd control? And the answer appears to be by the rules, yes. But our host rule said, hey, if there are civilians, you're gonna get right. those to safety first. You know, not and let Red Rhino break things before he takes them. Um, so our house rule was to say, if there's a crisis icon, that's where you take the thread off, regardless of whether it's a side or main scheme. Ah, that could definitely up the uh, up the stakes. I think it yeah. does, right? Yeah. So that is another house rule, number five. 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 We should yeah. write these down somewhere. I think they are uh, somewhere. They are. Yeah, yeah. they yeah. Don't worry. So what what do we think about these cards? Um, these schemes. I, we talked a little bit about the main scheme. It was like Steve said about Rhino in general. Everything there gives you one new rule, right? Like these these side schemes give you the other icons, right? Yeah. The crisis yep. icon and the hazard icon. So it's all... Yeah, the only thing we haven't seen with his base set here so far are accelerations and confusing tokens. I mean, we've yeah. seen every other basic rule. So he's a good standard, learn to play, so tutorial good. villain. Yeah. yeah. That's it. 
So well, advice, um, advice for playing guest uh, Rhino is going to come at the end of the next episode. Correct. But you guys can already get a feel uh, as to where we're going uh, on that advice. <laughs> I think that's clear. As, but yeah, as as the Russians say, it's hard to make borscht out of cabbage soup. <laughs> I I don't think they say that. I just made that up. Uh, well, I think that's the right translation to that quote. Yeah, yeah. definitely. How do you get a hold of us? Uh, you email us at criticalencounterspod at gmail.com or you can check out our Facebook, uh, Critical Encounters Podcast, or you can go to criticalencounters.libsyn.com. And we are available on every podcast platform that I can think of. Yeah, we are on everything I could get us on. Thank you, Steve. <laughs> Thank you so much, If Steve. you listen to us uh, and you want to hear us on a different podcast, reach out to us with the email and uh, we'll make sure to get it on your podcast player. Daniel, why don't you take us out? As Ryder himself would say, product design yourself. <laughs> <laughs>